Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky. My first one for the year. It's pretty exciting to be getting back into it. Um, and great honour to be joined tonight by Bryn Jones, one of our, our stars of the NZRC two-wheel drive class. Um, and Bryn, you've had a pretty exciting off-season, um, not only turning 21, coming of age, getting the key to the door, you're also getting the keys to a new car. Yeah, yeah, I'm from yeah, definitely getting a new Rally Four. That's um, that's pretty exciting. It's been a very, very big uh, last few months. It has trying to get our hands in the car and trying to get it here. So yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, yeah, very excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new shirt was a bit of a giveaway, so I hope that that wasn't a secret yet. It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about the car. I gather it's got a bit of um, history overseas before you you've got your hands on. Yeah, so the car was um, originally uh, driven by um, an English lad called Rory Bell, and he competed in the, the JWRC and the BRC in this car. Um, and he, he's obviously had a, a f- many successful results in it. Um, I think more notably was his uh, result on the uh, Nicky Griss stages, uh, where he actually won the class outright. So no, it's got a fair bit of history and... Um, yeah, it was a pleasure being able to have, have a yarn with him and uh, get to know what the car is like and, yeah, then just being able to deal with him. Um, obviously, you've run the older model M-Sport Fiesta, the original ST. What, I guess, gravitated you towards the Rally 4 car as opposed to, say, going into a, a production-style four-wheel drive car in, in you know, um, the Rally Challenge class or, or something along those lines? Um, oh, look, we've, we've always had a look into what was always a possibility. Um, like we were like having a chat about what we could possibly do. And at the time we were, um, I was actually, um, had an offer on the car that the old ST, um, for them for this year. So we sort of thought, well, what would be a, a next step up, you know? And of course we've looked at many different options of, um, looking at a R5 possibly. Um that was that was one of the things. Um but it was it wasn't going to be very feasible to be able to do that. So um we sat down, had a discussion, uh, me and Taff, and um, we we come to the conclusion that a Rally Four car would be our best option. Um so the matter of the fact was actually uh trying to get our hands on one. Um so I I'm pretty fortunate to having a few friends in the UK um just messaged around just to see who was out there and fortunately um my friend max freeman he um he got in touch with me and basically said yep i know of a car and that's pretty much how we got onto the deal so um fortunately a lot of those parts with m sport and that are still relatively available um yeah. compared to you know if you go down to subaru or Mits- mitsubishi route um you know, a lot of the parts are harder to find, especially uh, body parts. Um, so as for the Rally 4, you know, that's still relatively available. We can still get it and into the country, not a problem at all. Um, but, yeah, and plus the if, – if it was for me making a next step sort of thing, the for me at least the it would be Cat 1. Um, so that that seems a little bit more of a challenge than um, going, yeah. Possibly, no, no offense to Cat Five or anything, but you know the Cat One looks more, more appealing. 
but of course we have we haven't got the budget nor the feasibility to be able to do that so staying a cat two relatively good competition and everything in there yeah that was a pretty big big thumbs up for me all we needed was a little bit more horsepower to be able to keep up with the likes of jordan and jackson how di- i mean you haven't seen the car yet and we'll touch on that uh, shortly how different do you anticipate the car being you've had a chance to have a look at say jackson clemens um car which the same same thing yeah um so pretty much as far as i'm aware that a lot of down low torque from the car compared to the old st um pretty much from you know you can be up a gear in every corner and basically you just keep getting that power delivery as for the old st you sort of had to push it and rev it a little bit harder to be able to keep the power and and everything and so it was just okay yeah there was still more we could have got out of the st for sure um but there was always that possibility of you know it was always a bit of a struggle to keep on top of the okay there's no way we're going to beat dylan thompson um you know he's just a level ahead of us all but um we're surprisingly enough in an st we're not too far behind the other boys so we're hoping that um that extra power that we get that extra few kilometers that we get on straights and that that brings us level with the other those other boys now um yeah one one little hitch in the plan at the moment i guess is um yeah we're now as we talk two and a half weeks god it's scary to say that away from um otago um and the car's not in the country bro um how are the nerves what's the situation um it's yeah yeah you um i don't know how you really think and talk about that to be honest um oh look it's it's not looking very good let's say but um look it's it's on the boat it's um from from australia currently as we speak um it's meant to be landing on sunday but you know of course everything you know the whole shipping crisis and everything that's going through that's beginning to be a little bit more difficult at the moment so we would like to see the new car here for dunedin it, it is looking yeah a bit ho-hum at the moment um but you know look if we'll be at otago one way or another you know like um we've, we're having discussions in the background of what we do um so yeah there, there's possibilities we might have the new car we might be in another car you never know we could be in the otago classic rally which would be a very big uh, big dream of mine yeah so it's like so you got you got a couple of plan b options up your your sleeve that's important um and as if you know new cars not not enough and and switching to left hand actually that's left hand drive um what are you you know they, they all come left hand drive there's no way around that um don't much drive in a left hand drive car Brent? um only only in a couple of customers cars to be honest and that's only just bringing it into the workshop to be, not um that's not uh um mainly on the road or anything but oh look you know um I do a lot of simulator stuff as part of my training for the rallying. Um, so, and with my simulator and that, it's pretty much all my cars. I technically drive our left-hand drive cars. So I'm pretty, okay, yeah, video games is very different to real life. But um, I, it's, it feels natural, though, to be honest. Like, it's not it's not a problem at all. Like, we'll, when we get a new car, it will be the fact of, 
getting in it, learning to drive it. You know, we're not planning a big attack or anything. This year is just a learning year, getting used to the, the new car, all the systems and everything, and and learning a new co-driver as well with Sean on board. Yeah, that, that's the next point to touch on. Um, you know, new car and a, a new co-driver, um, Sean Lockyer, who who won the uh, Group A challenge last year with his brother in an Evo three. Um, have have you had a chance to work together yet? And um, yeah, how do you see it working out? Yeah, so back at uh, Christmas, uh, we had a bit of a test day at a tarmac hill climb and the and the BDA, and yeah, look, that was. And he was he's did he did very well. Um, you know, of course for me I'm you know, I'm I'm very complicated with my notes. Um, you know, and that that's always a very big thing as well for someone to get used to before they go to a big rally. It's always hard for someone to get straight into it and start learning all these things, especially with the amount of pressure that's behind the scenes. Um so Sean did a fantastic job, you know, just learning and everything, getting used to what I want. And yeah, like and him it seems very natural, you know, like there's no there's no problems or anything getting in the car with him. So, and we have got another uh, test day this weekend at uh, Bothell Loop Rally Sprint. So, again, getting back in the car before we get go to Dunedin and just gelling again, you know, it's a very new partnership, so we need to get used to it. Speaking of uh, problems getting in the car, you know it's box beer every time you go for the wrong door, either of you, eh? So I've been told, um, and <laughs> to be honest, I need to um, find a way in the budget to, to make that work. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously, yeah, there's a lot of lot of um, unknowns going to to Dunedin, um, and some new roads on the Saturday this year that you won't have have done before. Um, I mean, what I guess what constitutes a, a tick for you leaving that first round? A finish. Um, more importantly, you know, as long as we can get some good points, um, that's that would be pretty big thumbs up for me. Um, we've, we've, we've finished Otago before last year. We got a good result from there last year. So I'm not expecting to go there maximum attack for a win. I'd be more level-headed, if we can get a good, I actually don't know how many people are in our class at the moment, but um, a good top four result, that would, that would do me good solid points on the table and just, yeah, coming out of there with just yeah, a good mindset. And you talk about learning through the year. Um, again, what what's the what's the pass mark? What, you know, is, is there a, a target that you've got or a you know, a difference to a driver or, or anything like that? Or, and, and how does that progress during the year? More of the thing for this year with the learning side of things is not damaging the car. <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah, just making sure that we're on the right side of the road. We're not making too many mistakes in that. And we're just learning and learning and learning as we go. Um, okay, as we begin to be more comfortable, I think we we'll, might get to that point where we need to be pushing a little bit harder. There's no point in risking anything. We're not, you know, we don't need to just be idiots about it. We just need to be straight and narrow and just keep everything, keep all the panels straight. That's more of the, the main thing. Yep. The four rallies that we know about at the moment, uh, obviously we've lost Coromandel and Hawke's Bay, but Otago, Fomeray, uh, South Canterbury, Bay of Plenty, they're all rallies you've done now. Um, 
is there any that you specifically look forward to um, and, and how do you think that having that sort of, you know, I guess a good base of notes now will help um, when you, you know, you're trying to learn a new car? Um, oh, look, you know, Otago is always a very special rally, you know, to go to. It's it's very much a, a driver's favourite, you know, um, with all the crests and everything. Um, yeah, and then Whangarei, that's very special to me, you know. Like, I've always, when we've gone and done a lot of the club events up there, and especially Wangarei in the last few years, um, we've always had good, you know, good results in that from, from that rally. So, and it's a very, that's another specialty rally as well, because generally around that time of the year, it's very hot. And, you know, so it's very much tyre management. Um, South Canterbury, fast, you know, um, a lot of lot of straights. So pretty much you need a good top speed in your car. Um, and, okay, yeah, as you said, you know, and I've, I actually, yeah, as, as we're sitting here thinking about it, um, I do want to share my um, sympathy with the Hawke's Bay and Coromandel region. Of course, it's a tough time for them. So hopefully, yeah, we'll, we're back there as soon as possible. But um, for sure, the Bay Rally, rally that's a fantastic rally. Uh, Motorsport Bay Plenty really um, did an awesome rally with the lockdown uh, event that they did in 2020 a couple of years ago. So um, and pretty exciting for them to have that as a, a national championship rally. Obviously, I, I'm not too sure what they're planning with their routes or anything, um, but I can imagine if it's the same as last time, it's going to be green light for me, pretty much. Yeah, I think they might even have a few uh, special surprises up there, um, up their sleeves. So we, I think we're all looking forward to um, to get to Bay of Plenty, and and um, I think it's a very very cool rally to to finish off the championship, and and um, I can guarantee you the team are. Are working hard behind the scenes to come up with a couple more more rallies at the moment. Yeah, uh, working with some some organisers, and there'll be news about that, um, you know, in in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, hey, look, thank you so much for um, for taking some time out because I know that you've been um, pretty much religiously watching the the shipping tracker. I feel your pain. I know what it's like. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Fit, hey, fingers crossed that, that that car is here in time for you to be able to make that trip uh, down south yeah. to Otago. And, and, you know, we, we um, yeah, a big thank you for your time. And, and hopefully it's a, a great season for you. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Thank you for having me.